Welcome to the Ketamine Media Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony El Chabani. I'm the CMO and co-founder of Ketamine Media. And today I'm joined by Trey Slan of Exodus Health in Pearland, Texas. Trey, thanks for hopping on with us, man. And great to be here. Yeah. So we are actually live from the ASKP conference in Austin, Texas. Um, about 350 uh, people are here gathered to talk about ketamine and the revolutionary treatment that it is for mental health. Uh, Trey, how's the conference been so far for you, man? Oh uh, man, it's it's honestly been great. Um, I've I've had a lot of fun. Obviously, um, you know, with the topics being covered and and seeing what this medication is is doing out in the world. But you know, even more so, it's it's awesome to be able to finally see and meet all the people that I honestly have communicated with, looked up to, mentored. Um, and um, just to to meet other people that are that have like-minded parts like like I do. Yeah, and it is it is pretty wild because you know I mean we've worked together now for you know a while. Yeah, for years. <laughs> yeah, a few years now, and it's like you know a bunch of Zoom calls, a bunch of phone calls. Yeah. We've never really got to connect in person. So, right. and it's like that for a lot of people, right? Yeah. We've all talked. We've all been kind of building this industry and, and helping a lot of people, but we haven't met. Right. And you throw COVID on top of that. Exactly. You know, the ASKP conference was gone for a couple of years, at least in person. So it's, it's good to finally be back. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And, and to finally, yeah, like you just said, to meet people for the first time that I've only seen on Facebook or, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> on, face, on forums or something that, that we get to, you know, interact in that way or, or bounce ideas off of each other. And, you know, I came up here the first uh, day and, you know, seeing somebody, I'm like, Ooh, I know you. Right. You know, right. and so yeah, yeah, yeah. it was great to, you know, it's great just to be able to meet people. Yeah. And I know you mentioned, uh, being like a mentor. So I've talked to a handful of people here at the conference and they all say, where's Trey, where's Trey, you know, and, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's pretty special. I mean, it sounds like you've helped a ton of providers get going and really kind of figure out how to start a clinic, how to get it going, what are the best practices best way to deal with patients. Yeah. So maybe talk a little bit about kind of what, what your role has been with helping new clinic owners come into the space. Well, um, I, I love helping people help people, right? And um, it's, it's really become a passion of mine um, to be able to, to uh, help facilitate uh, people that are wanting to enter into this, this space to set up a practice that is conducive, basically that gives the patient um, the best chance for success in, in this particular treatment uh, session. And so um, I, I, feel like, I feel like Exodus is set up pretty well. Um, I think, uh, you know, set and setting make a big difference. Yeah. Um, and, and in addition to the set and setting, um, you know, what you do during the infusion, how, you, how the infusion proceeds, um, you know, and then you can get down to the, the uh, more provider preference types, things like dose, duration, yeah. things like that. And, and I basically can share with people what I do and what I know several other people do and, and the type of results that we get. And, you know, and if people are receptive to that, great. But at the same time, I tell them, you know, do your own research as well. You know, don't just 
talk to me, talk to other people. Right. And um, anyway, it's it's really been. Uh, I guess I didn't realize how how many people I've talked to. Um, <laughs> you know, several people yeah. have come up, and and I I don't maybe I just don't realize. Um, the impact that I've had because I'm, I, I'm just me. I just, I just want to help you right. get to a point where you can help others. Right. And, uh, so it's been very humbling, um, to see, to see people say, thank you. Um, um, it's, it's, I, I hear it from patients all the time. Um, but it's, it's another thing in and of itself to hear, um, a peer, to come up to me and say, "Hey, thank you. Right. You really helped me get get started," and and so it's it's just been uh, amazing. Honestly. Yeah, no, and that's it's so cool to when you do get in person, right? Yeah. Like you you kind of start to feel the impact that you're having, right? Yeah, like you get yeah. to finally see the people that you've helped, and they have clinics, and they're being successful, and they're helping a right. ton of people, you know, get through with what they're going through as far as like their mental health. And, uh, you know, for us, it's kind of been the same way, right? Like we get to work with all of you guys and yeah, like we see results, right? Yeah. These clinics are growing, but yep. then to actually get in person and hear like the, yeah. the true transformation of yeah. like some of the people's lives that you guys are helping and treating has been, I mean, it's just unbelievable. Right. Well, you know, and, and like I was, you know, to telling you guys earlier, um, and maybe I haven't told you specifically yet, but, you know, ketamine media has its own role to play in healing people yeah. and you know without without good without good marketing and social media presence and seo and um and all the things that you guys do in the articles and the blog posts and um something like this people wouldn't know to click people wouldn't even see it to click to click and know that this is an option and so you know, you guys do a phenomenal job um, and you have your own role to play in helping healing people, helping yeah. to heal people. Yeah. And, you know, I think that in and of itself is uh, commendable because you don't typically see, um, at least from what, you know, my limited understanding of the corporate world, uh, you don't typically see uh, a, a, a marketing company that puts so much time and effort into the people that they are partnered with. It's a lot of times it's uh, a lot of show and a lot of flash and, um, you know, draw people in and not a lot of substance after the fact. Yeah. Whereas you guys are more substance than what you even advertise. Yeah, no, for sure. And I, I appreciate it. I appreciate that. So, you know, yeah, we, I mean, we, we take it very seriously. I mean, it's, yeah, and we're it dealing shows. with people's lives. Like, people are struggling like there's depression suicide you know high anxiety i mean it's yeah it's a lot of the ptsd i mean you talk about veterans oh, and man. you know that's firefighters so, the police force so i mean it's it's a huge problem out there and so yeah. for us it's it's such a blessing to be able to actually do work that yeah. truly does affect people's lives and uh you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's one of the, it's a big reason why we do what we do is the fact that, you know, we get to build a business, but we also get to change people's lives at the same time. Right. Like even just from seeing a, a Facebook ad or seeing yeah. something on Google, because like you said, uh, and one thing you did mention that's super important that I think people need to understand is 
not many people know about ketamine in this light, right? They don't, yeah. they don't know that there's a ketamine clinic in their city, in or their even town. what it does. Or, or what it does, right? <laughs> yeah. Most people you hear about, it's like, oh, special K, right? Yeah. The party special drug. Special K or party drug or horse tranquilizer. Yeah, no horse tranquilizer. Or I, I, I've gotten that a lot. And yeah. so, you know, you have to dispel some of those myths and then at the same time educate of, well, actually, you know, this is what it is. It's been around since 1970. It's been extremely safe. And, and it's actually been helping people with mood disorders for over 20 years. And it's, uh, you know, the first papers, uh, first papers that came out showing that it helps with treatment resistant depression came out in the year 2000. So it's, it's not like this is an overnight thing that, that we're just flying by the seat of our pants. There's, it's actually evidence-based, um, you know, research and, and evidence-based practice over the last 20 years that we've been able to develop where we're at today. And maybe touch on too, I think this is a, a big piece of it all, is like the actual success rate oh, of yeah. the ketamine treatments in comparison to, you know, what's been used you right. know, for the last 50 years is in exactly. SSRIs. And uh, it's, kind of, it's kind of wild to think. We've had papers since, what, 2000? And it's 2022, and we're just now really kind of starting to get yeah, into it's this. Finally, where getting it's, into the mainstream. You know, it's yeah, it's starting to pop up everywhere. So maybe talk a little bit about what those success rates are in comparison to the previous methods of, of treatment. So, um, you know, with from my understanding, like, and keep in mind, I'm an anesthesia professional. I'm not a not a, a psychiatrist, or um, so. But from my understanding, traditional antidepressant modalities have like a roughly 30%-ish success rate for frontline treatment. Um, and then the, the more you add, the, the, <laughs> the lower the success rate becomes. So it's like a, a you know, diminishing uh, returns kind of thing. Um, whereas, whereas ketamine has nationally has about a 70 to 75% success rate. Um, and that's that success rate, at least in my practice, yes, I, I utilize, um, you know, metrics to, to measure, um, like a, something called a PHQ-9 score um, to, to objectively track a subjective feeling. But at the same time, you know, I, I talk to my patients. And if they tell me, I feel like I can do life again, I, I feel like making my bed, I can do my laundry, I want to get a job again, you know, I, yeah. I, I feel as though I have a life that I can live. That's a success. Yeah. And so, you know, national averages are an average for a reason. You know, you've got some clinics across the nation that are less and some or more. And I think that that boils down to, um, you know, how you approach the patient, how you incorporate other tools beyond ketamine, like uh, cognitive behavioral therapy or, or, or just counseling in, in general, um, and active positive lifestyle changes. Um, and, and when you incorporate, you know, the other things, uh, on top of a very good um, patient experience in the clinic, then your success rates go up. Like I'm in the I'm in over eighty percent 
of my success rate. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Which is awesome. Yeah. That's unbelievable. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm pretty proud of that. Um, and I never get tired of, of people telling me that, you know, they'll, and it's so cool because they'll see you and, and say, this changed my life. And they, and they're, they're like being raw right. with you. And, um, that's gotta be the best feeling in the dude, world. It, man. I don't get tired of it. Yeah. I, I love anesthesia and I get, I've, I've had satisfaction with anesthesia as, as a practice for 12 years, but this is a, just a whole new level of, you know, getting, getting, um, well, I didn't understand what a calling was right until I did this Found purpose. I, it's this yeah. has, this has given purpose to what I do. And, you know, to, to expound on, on that, you know, a lot of, a lot of clinic owners have uh, personal uh, stories as to why they get into this space. And I'm, I'm one of those people. Um, ketamine gave me my wife back, you know, she, uh, she dealt with PTSD and, very strong generalized anxiety uh with ruminating uh intrusive thoughts um due to terrible terrible postpartum depression and it you know that was a terrible time in our life um and we made it through it but she was left with these things and because she was left with these things <clears throat> it affected our daily life right you right and I, you know, that was okay. That was our new normal. I'm okay with that because at least she's not trying to, you know, kill herself. Right. Right. Yeah, of course. So, um, anyway, she did, she did, uh, IV ketamine. Pardon the interruption. This podcast is presented by Ketamine Media the first digital agency to help ketamine clinics grow their practice through a vast array of digital strategies. We do everything from website creation and management, SEO, paid advertising, social media postings, blog postings, and everything else in between to help your practice be the best that it can be. If you are a clinic owner or are thinking about starting a clinic, we encourage you to visit our website at www.ketaminemedia.com and reach out. We look forward to speaking with you. Now back to the program. Let me ask you about that because I think that's a, I think that's something that a lot of people go through. Yeah. Um, that doesn't get talked about nearly enough is having a partner, having a significant other that you do love, and you know, look, mental health is it's it's in your brain, right? Sure. I mean, there are chemicals in your brain, there are chemical imbalances. It's it's not something where it's you know get tougher. No, it's a it's a very much you know a. It's it's like having high blood pressure, yeah. right? Exactly, or yeah. or a low thyroid. Exactly, it's not something you can just wish away or pray away or work out your way away. Yeah, it it doesn't work like that. Yeah, it's a chemical imbalance. Yeah, and and so with that, I mean, like in a relationship, I guess, what what tips do you have for people that are in that position that do have someone that is struggling, a significant other that they love, and you know, I guess from your experiences, what have you seen kind of helps get through that? Because I'm sure this happens more than people think. Like, I'm oh, sure there's a lot of people that are going through this problem. And I think that we, you know, a lot of the listeners would probably be able to relate to this situation. Sure. 
Well, I mean, <clears throat> I think, uh, and I tell people this uh, that go through the treatment is, is grace. Um, the people, the patient has to give themselves grace first and foremost because of this whole process. And then their loved ones really need to try to afford them an extra modicum of grace. Yeah. Um, understand that you can't fix it. Like as a, as a husband, as a man, I, if I see a problem, I'm going to fix it. Right. If you present to me something that is wrong with you, well, I'm going to come up with three solutions that we can work through and let's get it done. Well, this doesn't work that way. Right. <laughs> I, and that's, me personally, that's something that I've had to kind of learn too, right? right. Like we're, we're men, we're naturally want to fix things and be fixers, sure. but you know, this at the end is... of the day, women are different than men, right? That's, that's right. just how it is. So, yeah. you know, definitely being able to, to talk to them a certain way and, and understand yep. them, right? And not always trying to relate it to yourself and how you would apply to that situation. I think right. It's a big well, and, and if they are in this, um, if they are struggling the way that people with uh, depression or anxiety or PTSD struggle, um, gosh, it's, it's, a, it's a challenge. And I think that... Um, talking to a, a counselor um, together, you know, like uh, the person that is being affected by this condition needs to talk to somebody, uh, needs to enter some sort of, uh, you know, call it cognitive behavioral therapy or counseling or um, positive lifestyle coaching or something to, to help work through some of the things that they are dealing with. Uh, and then for the, the loved one, um, being available, uh, listen, just, just listen. You don't have to, uh, <laughs> my wife has told me so many times, I don't need you to fix it. I just need you to listen to me. That's I just so need hard to... for us as men. Like, cause <laughs> yes. I, I've been told the same thing in right. relationships before. And it's like, it's so hard not to just want to try to fix it and right. to continue to try to fix it. And at some point you do have to take that step back and, you know, yeah. do what they're asking you to do. Right. They're right. the ones that's, that are going through something and they're telling you how they, you know, sure. want to, to be treated. And it is, or it even is just, just so tough, what they're though. struggling with. Um, or maybe they can't articulate what it is and they just are solemn or, uh, want to be alone or, um, you know, things like that. So, you know, and then see a, a mental health provider. Yeah. Um, I, I don't diagnose people. I don't medically manage people. Um, so I require a, an active diagnosis of whatever it is I'm going to, to help you with. Um, <clears throat> and so that, that relationship is with a mental health provider is imperative. Um, and it's, it's, uh, patient specific uh before you get to me <laughs> it's patient specific after you get to me um because everyone's journey is different um and you know everyone's life experiences are different and so i i tell people that that do ketamine infusions that this is a process it is going to be however long this initial series of infusions lasts 
the whole thing is a process. Um, response rate is individualized. Some people experience positive change after their very first infusion. Other people on the other end of that spectrum don't don't feel something positive until like up to 10 days or two weeks after their final infusion in the series. And so on average, it's around the fourth infusion, uh, third or fourth infusion, that somebody, that, uh, that the patient will, will feel something is different. Um, and this is all just in my experience. Um, but we'll feel something is different that is beyond placebo. Because sometimes you can convince yourself, oh, this is placebo effect. I'm, I think I'm getting better, therefore I'm getting better. Um, but, you know, family members will tell a difference. They'll, and, and I see people in snapshots, right? Um, and so the first time they come in, they are in the depths of wherever they're at. And then the third time they come in, <laughs> it's a visible change. They come in, they're walking up straighter. They've, they've bathed, um, they've dressed, they look, you know, not disheveled. Yeah. Um, they look you in the eye, they smile. You know, their whole countenance That's changes. a wild process. I mean, to like, just meet somebody and then over a two to three week period, it's see them completely change. It is incredible. That is amazing. Um, I, I've had patients that tell me that <laughs> they feel like they've done 20 years of therapy in two weeks. And I'm like, that's amazing. And I've, heard, I've heard that a lot as well, where, yeah. you know, basically ketamine is kind of viewed as like, you know, it's done successfully. It's literally 20 years worth of talk therapy, essentially. Right. In but then a I say three week period. Yeah, but that's great. Now you need to go talk to somebody or you need to continue to talk and that's, to somebody. That's one thing I want to touch on too is because I think a lot of people, you know, when they hear about ketamine, kind of the surface level information around the treatment, it's this is the best thing that we've yeah. seen in the last 50 years when it comes yeah. to treating mental health. Yeah. Now maybe touch on the reality of the situation where this is something that's going to allow you oh, sure, sure. to get – to where you need to be to do the things that are going yeah. to keep you feeling how yeah. you feel right so, after the treatment. Exactly. And so, you know, ketamine is a tool. It is, I believe, and, you know, I tell people I'm a little biased um, because of my experiences and the fact that I'm a ketamine provider, but I believe that this is the best tool that has come out in in 50 years. Yeah. And, the, it's, you know, it's it's just, it's changing the paradigm of how we view and treat mental health. But at the same time, it's still a tool. It's not the end all be all of, you know, one and done treatment. And so you have to incorporate other tools to maximize the positive effects that ketamine will afford. Ketamine will open up a door, it will open it up wide, and it'll make it easier to step through it. But you still got to step through it, and then you have to um, you you really have to incorporate those other things that are beyond that door. And yes, ketamine will make it easier to incorporate them more effectively. But you still got to do it, right? So, do you think that you know, obviously, people that are struggling with mental health, you know, it can lead to not getting out of bed, not doing laundry, yes. like you mentioned. Yes. So, do you basically view ketamine as the tool that gives you the, I mean, 
call it what you want, inspiration or the motivation. The yeah. Yeah. To go and do these things now. Yeah. Is that how you would, you would view Absolutely. ketamine? Okay. Absolutely. Because it, because it, it, it shifts people's perspective on, on how they view stuff in general. Yeah. Um, they, <laughs> they'll walk into a situation that say for anxiety patients, they'll walk into a situation that would typically cause anxiety and they don't think about it until after it's done. And they're like, I did that and I didn't get anxiety. How about that? Or they, their sleep quality improves to where they, uh, you know, if they sleep too much, they're, they're waking up at a reasonable hour and they are feeling motivated to get out of bed. Or if they don't sleep enough, they're able to go to bed a, at a good time and have a, you know, a meaningful amount of sleep. Um, anxiety patients will tell me that for the first years, their mind is quiet. It's just going, going, going all the time, all the time, all the time. And if I'm not thinking about this, I'm thinking about something I'm worrying about four other things. Well said, and I think that's um, that is what ketamine does. That's what right? it does. That's what it does. It, it's so it transforms cool. every, people's lives that go through the treatments yeah. and gives them a new life. So, yeah. Trey, thank you so much oh, yeah, for bro. coming on. Thank you for you're having the man. Me. This and, is great. Um, if you're struggling with mental health or chronic pain, it's okay, right? We all go through things. Don't feel ashamed. Um, there are clinics all over the country popping up every day that are doing ketamine treatments and are saving lives. If you're struggling, we encourage you to reach out and seek help. And um, Trey, you wanna let them know how they can find you if you're in uh, Pearland, Texas? Yeah, so um, definitely go on my website, uh, www.newexodushealth.com. Uh, it's got everything you need there um, to, you know, phone numbers and uh, information about ketamine and the, the, uh, conditions that we treat. And, um, and I, I, more than anything, you know, I, I'd, I'd love to just talk to you. Um, if you're struggling with something, a lot of people just need to <laughs> someone to listen. And, um, I'm more than happy to listen, uh, and, and see what, see if ketamine is, is right for you. And, uh, it's right for a lot of people. 100%. So thanks, buddy. All right, bro. Thanks.